I'm Gerard Adams. And I'm Logan Cohen. And you're listening to episode five of the Purpose Meets Profit podcast. Today's episode is going to be a fun one. Today on The Rundown, we are going to talk about are leaders born or made? And then with those effective leaders, what are the traits and let's say the non-traits of a leader? Uh, The next one are keys from personal experiences as a leader, becoming a leader, and also with leaders. So different mentors and leadership styles we really learn from. Uh, Number five is, of course, the Fast Five lightning round. We get 60 seconds. We answer some of your questions, some of the team's questions, all having to do with leadership. Number six is the Ask Me Anything section. Guys, as you know, Purpose Meets Profit is a community. We are here to engage with you. So please hashtag Purpose Meets Profit on Instagram. Make sure you follow us. Uh, Tell us how your business is merging purpose and profit and share your questions. There is also the voice mailbox for your chance to be featured on the show. So call 862-367-6893. Again, 862-367-6893. And you'll be able to give yourself a shout out, talk about your company, and ask us anything. And last but not least, stay tuned for the end. My favorite, the get it done segment (laughs) where we recap the takeaways from each episode and share with you what you can do to apply these principles to actually execute and get your ish or shit done. Nice. So this week, we almost don't really need an introduction on this one because it's about leadership. There's so much content here that we can discuss, go over, Gerard, your life experiences as a leader with some of the leaders of this generation. I cannot wait to crack this one open. So let's start with, what do you think? Are leaders born or are they made? I think they're both. Mm. You know, I don't think there is a a right or wrong. Like, I feel like I was a a born leader. You know, I came out the crib (laughs) like, yo, popping freaking little... Uh, what are those things? The Rattle? rattles, <laughs> you know. Um, but no, but in, in all seriousness, I do think that you do foster leadership as a pr- characteristic um, over time, and, and not everyone has it in them, you know. Not everybody, and that and that's okay. Um, some people, I feel naturally i feel like every person has the leader within Mm. them but i do believe that not everybody so i retract that it's not that i don't believe that everybody is a leader i believe that not everybody really pulls that leader within out of them so it like needs to be activated yeah nice i do believe that um i agree on the kind of the both aspect by born i love your rattle story i'm just not (laughs) sure if like i popped out of the womb like Hey, what's up? Hello, I'm Logan. Um, I do think that it's heavily influenced by your upbringing, though. Not that there's a common denominator, but the activation could be different. Mine were activated through how my what my parents instilled in me, and the fact that I had an older brother and they didn't treat us differently in terms of leadership. I think made me a strong leader. It might be different for everyone, but I, I lean more towards made. But still, you are born with that kind of activation. I love that. I do love that. And I think that's kind of why I mentioned Born too. I, I do believe it It starts with that. I remember growing up, actually, Logan, when I was really young, and my father, I've talked about this 
in, uh, in, in, on stage. But my father used to leave these quotes from mm. all these leaders like all over my house growing up. So I would like go to get like a glass of milk and it'd be like a quote from like Martin Luther King or wow. Marcus Aurelius or John F. Kennedy. I mean, really unbelievable leaders, but I never really understood it. I never understood why. And sometimes you see quotes and you don't really understand, you know, really know you know, or really fully comprehend them. Yeah. But I really feel that he was like subconsciously almost like instilling like leadership in me. And, um, and, and he did, you know, and he c continued to talk to me about it. And the first book he ever gave me was Thinking Grow Rich um, when I was 12 years old, which I think also helped foster me into like the leader that I am today. Um, so 12 year old Gerard getting Think and Grow Rich. I mean, what was that experience like? Um, well, at first, like I, I literally looked at the book. It looked so old and boring. Like I didn't <laughs> even like really want to read it or, or get into it. I would just mit bits and pieces throughout my, like my childhood. Um, but once I like really, and I've read it a few times, um, throughout my life and yeah. I still look into it like consistently, but, um, I was probably about 17 years old when I like fully started reading this book. Um, front to back and there's 13 principles and I do believe that those principles encompass what a leader really is and it in the book is by Napoleon Hill who interviewed mm -hmm. all the greatest leaders of like that century I think it was like I guess like, what was it the 18th 17th century I don't even remember what century <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna let you ride that one out, ride that out? Yeah. All right, thanks <laughs> but um yeah so Thomas Edison and Henry Ford and just all these other unbelievable individuals that um were great leaders of that era yeah. so um those those principles i started to master throughout my life wow so yeah there, there's really a a form of instilling within so if you don't have that support system at home you still have the chance to activate the leader within you just find your niche find your inspiration uh when it comes to the traits of a leader um, we have both experienced being a leader. We've experienced working uh, for maybe and with effective leaders, whether you're interviewing them or even just collaborating in a partnership. Uh, we can all agree that there's a strong importance on an effective leader, but how do they become effective? Like, What are the traits that they have? I think first and foremost, a great leader is great at connecting. Mm -hmm with others on a very almost like not spiritual but like genuine and authentic way like for me as a great leader i think all great leaders what they do best is inspire that's why my show is called leaders great leaders is inspire the inspire others to be great leaders to pull that leader within them out and inspire them to become the best at what they love doing and what their gift is and go all out at that. So like for me, there's a big difference between a manager and a leader. Yeah. Like I typically hire CEOs and train CEOs mm -hmm. because they need to be both, right? They need to be a great leader, but they also need to be a great manager. For me, I'm actually a pretty bad manager, but mm -hmm. I'm a great leader. And I think what the, what the difference is, is like with the leaders, like they, or they will inspire those to like figure out what they what drives them yeah. and like inspire them to be the very best at that and not try to be like, try to be 
like you, but try to be like the best version of them of themselves. And I think that's that's a really important aspect of being a leader um, is inspiring, you know, inspiring people to like, what is the bigger purpose? And with the company as a great leader, not only do you have to inspire them to be the very best at what their skill is and what their role is within your company, but you have to inspire the whole company to understand what is the bigger purpose, not only what at what you do, but what we're all doing collectively as a unit to ultimately achieve a higher purpose and a higher goal. That's what a great, great, great leader does. And then, you know, in order for you to be really effective at that, you need to lead by example. So mm-hmm. not only you are, are you inspiring others to go all out at being the best version of themselves, doubling down on those skills, being reliable, being effective, being someone who's trustworthy and has integrity in their job and their work, um, somebody who will sacrifice for others, for the people around them, people who um, will really put the 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 needs of others in your team before yourself yeah. as a being a great leader. And and to do that, you need to lead by example. And that doesn't necess- that doesn't mean it's uh, leadership is not a title. So just because like, oh, he's the, or she's the CEO or the chairman or the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like oh, they're the leader. Mm-hmm. No, everyone's the leader. Like when, like if you're, you, who, who's the person who's like the last person out doing the, the doing the things that, you know, you, you know, it's, it's like with Kobe, you know, like who's shooting in the gym and no one's looking, you know, like everyone on that team matters and to be, you, everyone has to be a great leader. Everyone has to pick each other up inspire each other by their work and leading by example it doesn't matter what your title is within the company and i just want to make that you know make that very clear that's so true because let's say a company says okay the leader is the chairman so when the chairman travels because he or she needs to fundraise is the office just running around like a chicken with his head cut off like who's leading that day's uh activity so yes you're right everyone in some shape or form is a leader, whether you're strong on the content management or you're strong with the sales, someone needs to take that on throughout it. Uh, You started that with something interesting though, and it was about building connections. So do you think to be a good leader, you need some strong degree of, yes, communication, but also a level of empathy? Empathy for sure, Mm. absolutely. Um, Huge, huge, huge trait of effective leaders. You know, definitely have to have empathy for others. Um, You know, for me, like, that's why I always like to understand <clears throat> what people go, what, you know, what are their goals? What have they gone through? Um, build trust with them so that they could be comfortable with like opening up to me and like understanding, understanding what are their pain points? What are they going through? Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's a, it's a very big, it's a very important trait when being a great leader. You know, you have to have empathy for those around you. So maintaining the clear vision of the company to guide it while maintaining that level of empathy to be a good leader um, and listener as you're doing it. Cool. And the the not so strong traits, um, what do you recommend that a good leader should stay clear from? So what kind of traits have you seen of someone that may call themselves a leader, but it's not effective? I mean, for me, the death of a leader is ego, you know, is is ego, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, somebody who does think they know it all. They're controlling. They're know-it-alls. Mm-hmm. You know, they uh, it's it's their way or the highway, and just yeah. you know, it, it's it's their. They think being a leader is like 
having the power over everyone else that they're better than everyone else like that's not a leader mm -hmm. you know it doesn't matter i don't care how many followers you have how much money you have what car you have what whatever like whatever you have like ultimately it's how you treat people that makes you a good leader yeah. so if you do not know how to connect and treat people well because ultimately that's what makes you a successful entrepreneur a great leader in the world like you care about people you build people yeah. you know you're in the people business that's what founders is so i think that you know that you want to stay clear of having an ego even like myself like i always feel like i'm a student at the game i feel like even people that come and work with us that are like 18 years old 19 years old i embrace them i'm like yeah. oh man i can't wait to learn about them and like you know how they look at culture and what their pain points are what are they going through that empathy kicking in like what can i learn from them what are their story and it's a give and take you know um you know being a leader you know you have to constantly be a teacher but you're also always a student yeah the the trait that i see um, is detrimental to i would say a wannabe leader someone trying to become a leader is that they instill fear that there's some kind of hierarchy there but then that leads to this toxic work environment where people aren't striving for it they're more so just trying to get something done and stay under the radar instead of being collaborative and building um also not so effective leaders tend to just get stuck on the product uh gonna quote like jobs theory a little bit now but people want a quarter inch hole not a quarter inch drill that's true Gerard, I was really excited for this episode in particular because you have just been such a, let's say, thought leader and just getting ish done when it comes to Leaders Create Leaders. It's now on a third season. You are a leader, but you've also interviewed leaders from all different walks of life all around the world. So I want to hear a little bit about that experience. But then also, were there any commonalities among them? So... You know, it's interesting. I always stayed away from saying I'm a thought leader because like I like thinking, I always said like, oh, it's the words thrown around. I'm more of a show leader. I want to show people, Ooh. you know, like I'm, I actually want to like do the work and show people lead by example. That's part of being a leader rather than just talking about it. There's so many people that just want to talk and that just want to, you know, talk about theory and, you know, it, it's, 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 it's interesting to me now. Like anybody can become a contributor nowadays for like a, yeah. a publication and, build a social media following and call themselves a thought leader, can write a book and get it on Amazon. Like everyone's an author nowadays. That's why I have held back from like waiting because if I write a book, I want to like really give my all to it. But anyway. Foreshadowing. Yeah. So I just like to think of my, myself as more of a show leader than, than a- So a, Gerard acts like without thinking. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it is true. I know you're being humble with it. You definitely are um, a show leader. Let's say that. But as a millennial mentor and just talking to all these different leaders from around the world, like yeah. what have you learned? What stood out to you? I think the uh, the number one thing that like stood out to me is that all of them had a bigger purpose than themselves. They all genuinely like I truly believe that everything that we're, we're doing is bigger than us. And every single leader I met with, it's that when, when I've talked to them about them and what they're working towards and what their vision is and what are their goals and what's their clear vision, yeah. they're, you know, it's always bigger than them. It's always including like how they're going to make impact in the world and how it's bigger than them and, and how with their team, it's like, you know, that 
how much they value the people in their life, family, friends, yeah. mentors, customers. Usually, like they really, really value the people around them. So, you know, I think it stems from that. And they all have standards. The other thing I would say is they all have like very strict standards. They're they're done with like, you know, the wasting energy on things that don't really matter, right? They don't go out. They're not like about partying yeah. or wasting money on materialistic things. Like they genuinely really conserve their energy and they have standards on where they want to put that energy. And uh, I really, you know, I respect that. Like they all have great habits, like leadership, you know, you have to have great habits. And, you know, they, they all, I mean, better habits than me. A lot of them, you know, they're getting up at five in the morning, 5.30 yeah. in the morning and doing things. I'm like, you know, really, really impressed. I've learned a lot from them. Um, and then the last but not least thing that I've learned is that they've all become, I want to say, uh, like fearless in the face of adversity. Hmm. They are able to withstand the fire. So we all go through that. We all have obstacles. We all have problems. We all had things really you know, horrible things happen to us, some worse than others. Yeah. But great leaders, especially all the men and women that I've interviewed on my series, have been able to like not give up in the face of adversity, in the face of the storm and the fire. They've been able to dig deep, look back into that why, into that purpose for their team, for themselves, for their families, and fight through it no matter what. And I think that's what makes a great leader. That's incredible. So to our listeners, whatever you're going through, I mean, everyone has their own problems. Everyone has to look in the mirror and say, is this what I want to pursue? Just know that the successful people that you look up to have persevered. And it's not just that cover story, what it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. So just keep with it. And uh, Leaders Create Leaders, the first two seasons already out. We're expecting the season three. You excited? Oh my God, I'm so excited. I've been having so many people comment and hit me up like when is it coming when is it coming when is it coming um and that's a whole nother story because yeah. I, I was trying to learn okay you know season three is there a monetization strategy here should i get a brand behind it you know really learning because i did it from like a purpose standpoint right? Yeah. right but then i was like okay season three we've invested a lot like maybe there's a brand and i learned a lot about how to monetize what brands look for and things like that but long story short now i'm finally ready to just let it roll, coming out with it full force. We have a, a lot of younger millennials on this series, on this on this season. Great. So I'm excited. It's very diverse from all over, all over. And of course, you know, just uh, men, women um, from all different ethnicities. So I love to just keep the make sure I keep the diversity, and, and I'm really looking forward to it. So check it out. Any every Saturday we drop it 8 a.m. Hope you guys uh, love it. Dope, dope. So Logan, um, I want to know, you have grown into an amazing leadership role for yourself within Kudzu. I've seen you grow significantly with your team. Like I remember, I believe actually you were a COO before you became CEO too. And like, I, I saw, like, I've seen you just lead the kids, all of the people that are all these all the youth that's part of your app and part of your company to the people that you're working with, your co-CEO and all the other um, people in, within your company, what advice would you share with our listeners who are doing the same thing right now? Yeah, it's been such a great experience because you're pulled by an idea and, and like Gerard said, it's, it's bigger than me. It's the sense of purpose. So if I don't secure that round of funding or if that functionality doesn't work right, there's a kid that did well on a test that Kudzu's not going to work well. 
So it's bigger than me. It's it's bigger than our entire leadership team. But as a, I was in my early 20s when we started Kudzu, but it was interesting. That's such a time in life where you're defining yourself and then you have an idea. So great, now I need to define and build a company. But now people are calling me a COO or CEO. So now I need to define myself as a leader in a new company. And I just got like my college diploma. Like I thought I'm figuring life out. Uh, and to just keep things really real, like it doesn't just happen. It gets dark. Like after college, I got a job offer, would have been great. I wound up moving back with my parents instead. And my co-founder moved in with them in the guest room. And like every one of our peers who graduated were getting all of these jobs and these salaries. And But that was helping me become a leader because I didn't want to disappoint my parents who were just like, you just got this offer at this great job. You just have this degree. But you know what? We believe that you can build this company. And so many other support systems would have been like, get on that job, you're not moving back in. So becoming a leader, I just wanted to share that part, not to say, oh, poor Logan. It's just that like, this doesn't happen overnight. There's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of grooming, but having that experience and like just being so afraid of disappointing the people that believe in me and my users who believe in Kudzu has made me such a strong leader. So my advice to you guys is make sure that you're defining your mission, defining who you are, defining who you're doing it for and who's relying and believing on you and you will be a strong leader. There are enough leadership guides that can help you out with that. So do it for the users. Users, do it for the purpose, do it for the mission, and do it for yourself because you are your biggest advocate. I love that. Woo! Yes, I love that. I love that. And it's a never ending. It's a never-ending journey, right? Like you yes. continue to get a better and better leader. It's not like you just, oh, I got to being a leader now. Like I'm a leader. No, like it, it, I love how you put it, where it's like, you know, you, you it, it's a process. It's a journey. And I loved how you put like you had dark moments, yeah. the self-doubt, the fear, like all those things that we all go through, the adversity, you know. And it's interesting how those those dark moments, those moments where you're like, you're you're, you're like letting the everything kind of weigh on you, and you just feel like the world is on your back. Once you keep going, it 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 helps you. It defines. Like, it helps you become so strong, and like yeah. that makes you that leader. Um, so. And like Gerard said, it's past a title. I went from the high of like college graduation, here's my diploma, to job offer, to yay, now I have this business card that says I'm a CEO, but I'm walking back into my childhood room of my parents' house. So I'm introducing myself as a CEO. Yes, invest in my company, but then I'm saving up for the Amtrak ticket for that pitch competition or for that pitch meeting so guys you are a leader as soon as you have that strong focus but it's a constant process of just becoming a leader for your team for your company and for you all right sweet i love that so what do we got now logan i mean of course we have the fast five lightning round i cannot wait for this segment uh, this is when we quickly ask each other we have 60 seconds on the shot clock of the uh, next five questions and they all have to do with being a leader so gerard are you ready i'm ready let's do it let's fast do it. five 60 seconds let's go are leaders made or born uh, i would have to say made if i choose one all right then born okay be that way uh, is everyone a leader <laughs> Yes, they got to dig it, dig deep and bring it out. I'm with you with the activation, but I think the world works with some followers. I love it. I love it. Key characteristic that makes a good leader. 
clear vision and um, honesty. Resilience. Ooh, you beat me on that one. Okay. Your leader uh, role model. My dad. Oh. Yeah. He inspired uh, me, you know. He always told me that man isn't truly a man unless he takes care of his family. Love it. Love it. My dad's a great leader as well, but I'd also have to say Ray Dalio's a really good leader. I bet. <laughs> Steve Jobs. All right, cool. Best way to get back on track. Um, back on track. Yeah, just... <laughs> Wait, is it... <laughs> in the last episode. <laughs> Time that. I tried to play it off, and I was like, shit, I forgot number five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we fucked up. Uh, we weren't supposed to be having number five on the Fast Five Lightning, but you know what? Shit happens. That and was a Furious Four. Furious Four. <laughs> All right, so uh, on that note, I'll, I'll hit you with a just a, a random five. Let's do it. What was the darkest moment in your life that helped you become a better leader? Ooh, the darkest moment of my life becoming a better leader. You know what? There wasn't one moment that rocked me. I've had, like, unfortunately, like death in the family or fallouts with friends, fallout with leadership teams. And we could talk about that in different episodes. But I think that it's really important as a leader to listen to yourself and what you're telling yourself constantly. Because I was taking it personally when I was like, everyone's going to think I'm not a serious leader or everyone's not going to take me seriously because I look the way I do or I'm the youngest one or whatever it might be. And then it wasn't until I had the moment of saying, who's everyone? Like, everyone's going to think this. Everyone's going to say that. Who's, who's everyone? And as soon as I said, every, that is an excuse that I kept making in my mind, I think that I've been such an effective leader because I've called out my team members when they're like, everyone's going to think this. I say, talking our investors or our user base or our sponsors. And if they can't say any of those, then I'm like, who's everyone? Who do we care? Like, what are their opinions? And then it totally does a paradigm shift. So that's wow. me. I love that. So so important. We get so caught up sometimes just paying attention to everyone's opinion and everyone. Yeah. Not everybody cares. Don't worry about everybody. At like, all. Yeah. What matters to you? What matters to your team? What matters to your customers? Mm -hmm. What matters to your investors? Um, I love that. I love that. All right. So ask me anything. Yes, this is the section where we want to engage with you guys. So please, hashtag Purpose Meets Profit on Instagram. Follow us, Purpose Meets Profit. This is where you can ask your questions or you can even call us. Yes, voicemail still exists and we have one. The number is 862-367-6893. Make sure you say your name, your company handle. We'd love to shout you out along with your question. Yes, and make sure to join our text message list where we announce giveaways we have one that's coming out um should we announce it logan well now that you say it like that yeah All we're right, gonna fine. have to so we are doing a giveaway everyone we're gonna do this every uh every single month and the giveaway is gonna be that logan and i are gonna take you to lunch in manhattan at a restaurant of our choice yes and we're going to sit down with you. We're going to have an amazing lunch. We're going to dive into your business. We're going to dissect your business plan, your business model, and you as a leader yourself understand what is the impact you want to make, what is your purpose, and how are you actually turning that into a business and making a real profit. So to enter the giveaway, And sign up to our 
text message list, which is texting the word PROFIT to 77948. Again, text the word PROFIT to 77948. And then last but not least, follow us on Instagram and comment. Comment that you um, or that you're all in for per PMP. Mention the giveaway. Tell us what your purpose is and what you're doing to turn it into a profit. So again, three call to actions. Go to purposemeetsprofit.com/giveaway. Sign up to enter the giveaway. Send us a text message to seven seven nine four eight with the word profit, and then follow us on Instagram. And if you want a chance, a better chance to win, comment and let us know what it, what does purpose meet profit mean to you. So the ask me anything. Caroline from New York wants to know from you, Gerard, how do you know how did you know when you were a leader? Was it something that you decided? How did I know when I was that I am a leader? It's so weird because like honestly, I never ever I never feel, felt like I there was a point where I was like I am a leader now. Yeah, like you know, yeah. it just it's it, it becomes a point in your life where you just, you know, you make a full commitment to yourself. And I think that's when I finally realized it, where you're, you're committing to truly making the people around your life better, making, you know, uh, making yourself a better person, caring for the people around you. Um, and for me, it just, it, it really happened. I want to say like, you know, after I went through some challenges in my early uh, 20s when I was like I was figuring out more about my ego what mattered to me I was chasing money and then like all of a sudden when I had all the millions of dollars stripped to me that I made and I, I talked about this story once before in my TEDx talk but you know I found out a story of what my grandparents went through losing everything to come to this country and my mother almost you know losing everything and what she went through to help put food on the table and that story inspired me to like wow like all these things can be stripped from me, but like, who am I? Mm. And like, why am I really here? And that was the moment that I think I became a leader. It was the moment that I realized that like, you know, things and materialistic things, you know, don't really matter to me. It was like, how am I actually making a better impact in the world? And what do I have to give? And how am I, making, how am I gonna inspire people to, you know, to live their best life. Um, and that was probably when I was about 25 years old. So the epiphany of self helped you become a leader. Yeah. Wow. Great way to put it, Logan. You always, you always got my back. <laughs> All right, we got Gary from Jersey again. Asked Logan, when you started your leadership role at Kudzu, was it hard to be taken seriously? Yeah, I think that that is, well, let's, let's start out with just being real. And it was yes because I had to grow. One, let's just take a deep self look in the mirror. I was in my early 20s, I had a lot to learn. So yeah, it was hard to be taken seriously because I probably didn't need to, or I didn't know everything that I had to know being an entrepreneur. Did I know what my EBITDA was? Did I know which like round was closing next? No, but I knew that I had an idea that I needed to grow. So it was hard being taken seriously, but then also the unfair part of society is 99% of the time, I was the only woman in the room. I was the only one under 30. Um, and I also happened to be fundraising. So when you're dealing with and working with, um, not all, but middle-aged, predominantly white guys who you're asking money from, there's a power dynamic and power shift there. We'll talk about that on our diversity fundraising episode. But 
there are a number of times where you had to assert yourself as a leader, but you didn't want to be that aggressive bitch because they're just look at you like, oh, why is she so uh, direct with this ass? While if it was a male, sometimes his vision is clear. There is a double standard there, not using that as an excuse, but it was hard to be taken seriously because I would just, hands down, I know that I rocked a pitch and I slam dunked it, whatever you need to say, and then they'll say, oh, sweetheart, that was fantastic. Sweetheart? Like, are you calling that dude in a hoodie sweetheart after he nails his pitch? Like, how many times did Mark Zuckerberg get called sweetheart? Like, I just, I don't understand that part. And then also just internally, if you need to tell people you're a leader, you're probably not. You need to lead by example. You need to be that person with the ship. I mean, the captain's the last one to leave if it's going down. Like, you have to be there in the hard times and in the great times. So, yes, it was hard to be taken seriously, but uh, I led by example, and I think that I'm getting seriously taken right now. <laughs> <laughs> As Jordan laughs at me. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, love, I love the laugh. I love Logan's laugh. She has, a, she has a contagious energy, y'all. You guys definitely, maybe one of these giveaways, we have to bring them to set too. But uh, I'm oh, looking forward to, to this lunch so they can really, really get to know us and see us you know, from podcasts and, and really diving into their business and their personality and having fun. I mean, that's what it's about. So yes. Logan, thank you for sharing that because that is, you know, I think something that I feel needs to change in the landscape of investing. And yeah. as an angel investor myself, um, you know, I, I got to see firsthand a lot of those venture capitalists and people, specifically when you were pitching and I was like an advisor and working with you in the early days of Kudzu and kind of just seeing, you know, how there there was this gap of them actually paying, like really, really respecting women who are CEOs that are yeah. out there with visions and pitching and taking it seriously. And, um, you know, I, I think that I call out, I know there's a lot of dialogue happening right now, but, you know, I'm, I'm calling out to all you know, the leaders out there that are investors and entrepreneurs, you know, it is so important to have women leaders that we invest in. Like I, I, the success that I've had in my life had been primarily because I've had strong women, both from my growing up to the businesses I've had, um, Elite Daily, you know, I wouldn't have had an exit if it wasn't for the strong women that we had um, on our leadership team. And they bring such a dynamic of like diverse perspectives. Um, they, they're the, the, they do have a level of empathy as leaders as well. And they do, in my opinion, come with a trait of like time management and I've seen like for me like I've seen them really really be effective at hitting deadlines and and just like holding the team accountable for us at Elite Daily like I feel that we the the women leaders that they were the ones who really I felt spoke up and like held the team really accountable and um I just really respected you know respected all of them so I'm calling out to all the investors and entrepreneurs out there like we really need to see more investors getting behind them and not being those douchebags that are actually calling women sweetheart after yeah. a, after a pitch. Well, so. thanks, Joe. We need allies. So just building together, uh, it, it's a really exciting time to be a female entrepreneur and also work together with allies like yourself. Let's do it. Sweet. So this is the get. Let's get into the closing of our podcast, which is the get it done. Um, so. 
first and foremost, Logan, what do you, what do you, what do you think? Like, yeah, we want to leave all of the listeners. You guys have invested your time with us. So we want tangibles at the end of every episode. So what can you do today? And today's episode was about leadership. And we talked about activating the leader within, right? So if you feel like you're a leader, uh, I would speak to your team or speak to your network on ways that you can improve. Because what if you think you're a leader and none of them really define you as mm. one? Are you a leader? So just self-reflection and see if you're activated within. I love that. I love that. Lead by example. Again, if you want to be a strong leader, then you need to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. You know, you need to be able to show your team that you're 100% committed, that you're all in, that you're willing to sacrifice for them, that you care about them. And it's not an easy task, but mm-hmm. you know, if you really, really genuinely want to make an impact in the world and you're, you be- believe that it's bigger than you, then you will learn to sacrifice, you know, sacrifice your, sometimes your wants and needs for the team and, sh- and lead by example and show that you're willing to put in that work um, and that you care for them. Definitely. And to sharpen up some leadership traits, something that you could start with today, try to form genuine connections, whether you have a team that you lead or your family at home or or friends, uh, make sure that you can have strong communication skills, build that connection with a deep foundation of just developing empathy, because then you build trust and you have a clear set vision of what their goals are. So again, no matter who you are, whether you just have that team going varsity team in high school, you're head of sorority or fraternity, or you're leading hundreds of employees, try to build a meaningful connection this week with someone. Yeah, for sure. And then remember, you have to be absolutely resilient. One thing that I learned from a Navy SEAL was always do the hard thing to do, always do the most fearful thing to do, and do the thing that's going to make you the most uncomfortable. If you if if you have a if, if you ask yourself those three questions, is this the hard thing to do? Is this the most fearful thing? Is this the most uncomfortable thing to do? If those answers are yes, then do it. Mm-hmm. That's being a leader. Go against the grain. Believe in yourself. Dig deep, and really push through no matter what. So, um, and last but not least, check your ego. And you remember, that's like the depth of a leader. If you think that you're the smart, like smartest person in the room, if you're just overpowering everybody and you're not willing to realize that like being a leader also means that you are a student, that you are continuing to learn, you are committed to your own self-growth as well as the growth of others around you, yes. and you let that ego get in the way, then you are not a leader. Yes, you always have something to learn. And if you feel like you don't, you need to check your ego or you need to get into a different room. <laughs> you really have nothing to learn. Yeah. So that wraps up this episode on leadership and purpose meets profit. Well, Logan, before we wrap it up, we have the last episode we forgot about what books we're reading. Oh, my gosh. So I want to bring it back. Yes. I want to bring it back. I think I forget Ray. You know, and the last episode was focus and discipline. We totally fucked that up. <laughs> But real talk, what book are you currently reading right now? She's digging right now, pulling it out. Yes, I had to bring it. Guys, Principles by Ray Dalio. If you're not familiar with Ray, he's like, I I don't know. I've been studying him since college because he's just incredible. I don't want to start with his net worth, but he's incredibly successful fiscally. Uh, You can Google him. But he is the founder of Bridgewater Capital. It was the only profitable hedge fund throughout the 2008 crisis. Uh, He 
basically predicted it. But when it comes to their principles, it's a very unique set. So this is just from his form of leadership. Ray Dalio is really unique. Um, there is a, an idea of meritocracy there at Bridgewater. So it's anything from... I a, love it. Yeah. Like if you are leaving a meeting and you happen to be the CEO... A secretary can say, Gerard, you weren't really effective in that meeting. How did you come so unprepared? You are really not demonstrating what Bridgewater um, stands for right there. And you can't hold that against him or her because they're making you better. It's all about that and based on facts rather than opinions. I love that. Sweet. I love Ray Dalio as well. His story, guys, when you read the book, is so unbelievable. Humble beginnings yes. to the big bees. Long Island boy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to kick it with the Think and Grow Rich. I've, I've plugged it a couple times, but I just got asked to host the premiere for the new movie, Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. You guys have to watch this movie. It is unbelievable. And this book has impacted my, me so much. 13 principles. And like talking about leadership, I mean, it just really helps you understand these principles and, and how how important they are for you to be a leader in, as, as far as like getting a clear vision and committing to that vision, uh, learning how to manifest that vision. Um, you have to, you have to definitely read think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. All right, sweet. Well, it's your boy Gerard Adams and Logan Cohen and it's purpose meets profit till next time. Bye.